Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. And we made it. Happy New Year's. Thank you for joining us on our first show, the first episode in the new year. My name is Jarrell Lowe. And I'm Brittany Lowe. And we are the Low Property Team presenting Home Ownership and Marriage. Our goal this year is we want to dive deeper. We want to bring more voices. We want to give you real life experiences that will help you along your way. And as we start this new year off, we want to start it with intentions. You know, for the past few years, we've been revising a whole lot in our lives, as of everybody, right? The pandemic has made everybody go into revision mode. But early on, we were taught New year, new me, new year, new day, new year, new goals. What are my resolutions? And what me and Brittany has done, what we have realized is we really have gotten away from resolutions. We have focused more on setting intentions. Resolutions for us were, well, for me, let me just stick to myself. I was almost like setting up for failure, right? Like these are all the things that I'm going to commit. These are all the things I want to accomplish in 2020. What are we in? 2023. And these are the things I'm going to do, and this is what it's going to look like at the outcome. And as you know, everyone runs out of that honeymoon phase by February, March, and now you're looking for that new burst of energy, that new onset that's going to keep you motivated going through this. And what Brittany and myself have really just honed in on is intentions, right? Just really understanding those intentions and how the intentions are closely aligned to everything that you're doing in life mm-hmm. and your mindset, your values, and stuff like that. But I think starting the year off with intentions versus resolutions a couple of years ago has really helped me personally, but more importantly, professionally, because I was able to connect the dots. Dots being, here's what I want to be intentional about this year. You know what? I don't want to be married to an outcome, but I want to be married to a change of behavior, a change in my mindset. And I want to understand what that's going to look like. Took a little bit longer to achieve, but once that behavior or mindset shift happens, that's when the results were coming, right? We were starting to see some of those actionable things really coming into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we just found that intention setting was just more effective for us. Resolution, goal setting may be effective for others, and that's awesome. But for us, it just became less about a specific goal and more about a shift in the mindset mm. that will help achieve that goal, right? Mm. So they're not specific resolutions. They're actually, they should directly be tied into your core values, right? Something that you're committing to, something that you're making a part of your everyday routine, something that you're often thinking about. Because resolutions, they often focus on the negatives while intentions focus on the positive. The resolutions, how would you say? Resolutions spotlight what you lack, but intentions already highlight what you have. So I think for us that that was just helpful, especially when we break it down for the duration of the year of what the intentions that we're setting for ourselves. Because myself personally, I found that I said, okay, I've set five. Many years ago, people will set 10 to 20 
resolutions and then you kind of get discouraged at the end of the year like well okay i maybe did one or two of them right yeah. so then that next year it said okay maybe let me scale back to 5 to 7 and then still that end of the year it was okay i've still only hit two you know kind of what am i what am i missing and i think with resolutions when you list them out they're just very strict right where intentions are really adaptable yeah it kind of, well, there's a couple things I want to say to that. Is you really can make the correlation between growth mindset and uh, fixed mindset. But really what I want to hone in on is I think as we talk about this year and we're talking about intentions, I want to be very intentional about educating our listeners, but also giving them real life experiences. And if I can, I would love to. It was a few years ago. I just started, you guys are going to laugh, but I just started reading books like, with with no scholastic achievement attached to it, no reason, no homework, no thesis, no nothing attached to it. It was about four or five years ago. And my biggest deal was I want to read as much as possible, right? Well, my goal was is I need to learn more about what's out there. But my resolution was I need to read one book a month. And mm-hmm. then that one book a month grew to I need to read 100 books this year. And the reality was I wasn't consuming the information. I wasn't making it applicable. I wasn't, I think we all understand that phrase or the mantra that people say knowledge is power. And I disagree. I believe applied knowledge is power. And what I've done is the change, a resolution, I wanted to read 100 books. But the intention was I wanted to become more knowledgeable in this area. Mm -hmm. So now I pick six books a year. But those six books are formatted based on a certain area that I want to focus in on. Well, yeah. For example, like what you're saying, if you wanted to read 100 books a year, that's a resolution, right? Then you're just going to be so focused on the fact of, okay, let me get through this one so I can get to number 66 and 67. Yeah. And that's and what s- happens when yeah, you get to like October. You're just yeah. out of gas. Well, you're just burned out instead of just taking the book in, applying it, and then saying, okay, what is the next book going to look like? Yeah. How am I going to grow from this and how can I apply it? And what I've learned from this year, what's crazy is the the six books that I've took taken and put them in sequential order has, I think, outperformed any master's degree possible because the amount of information, the gems, and the applicable knowledge that opens up or unlocks that next level of learning. So that first book conditioned my mind or opened my mind. The second book conditioned me to the principles of what the practice was about. So when we're talking about intentions, right, think about some of those things that we are very, everyone's, we're very, like Brittany said, we're very lofty. We're very, I'm going to... Lose 100 pounds, right? But what is the reason? Like, what is the reason behind that? Once we can get to the behavior and the thought process, the 100 pounds becomes a byproduct because now we change the most important thing, which is ourselves. How we think about food, how we think about reading books, and the practices that we're applying, right? Because I think we all hear this. It is a lifestyle. And if you're not willing to make the lifestyle adjustment, then it's not going to be long term. So you're going to, your resolution is going to run out just after, uh, what is that, uh, Valentine's Day? Yeah. That motivation. And you're going to be in March, April, lost for motivation until the summer comes and the weather changes and now maybe you're a little bit more excited to get on the treadmill. Yeah, and I think over the course of, when you think about an, an entire year, the holidays typically will should be used for slowing down a little bit, right? Yeah. Enjoying the moment. And in that time, a lot of people, you know, that's the time that they use to set you know, their, their goals for that next year. But 
What happens though is that when you get going into that next year, your goals are there, but life doesn't stop. Life continues to go. The days go by very, very fast. And so like what we're saying is it gets very easy to get by July and you're like, oh crap, what wait, the heck? yeah, where did the time go? Now I have six or seven months, however many months to squeeze everything in for this to, for the end of the year. But all that to say, I think just intention setting, it allows you to have the adaptability and it allows you to be kind of agile with what life throws at you. Because here's the thing, the good, the bad, the ugly is going to be thrown at you and you're going to have to navigate it alongside of having your set intentions of what you're wanting to do. And so I feel like it doesn't put that much I don't, I don't want to say pressure, right? We love pressure. We yeah. thrive off of pressure, but you don't feel that sense of urgency just to mark it off your little to-do list. I think one thing that I do want to mention, I think we talked about it before, Brittany, but I do want to get your thoughts. You talked about being agile. Being agile and fluid as much as possible with change. And I think the one thing the pandemic has taught us that life will throw you a box of wrenches and nuts and bolts and the whole nine. And we have to be prepared to adjust, right? As most markets weren't. Most markets were not able to adjust. You know, a lot of corporations and businesses were kind of navigating in, in quicksand trying to figure it out. I think one thing that I've learned through the pandemic is for us, and this is really just directed at us, life changes every three years. And I think what's important for us now, if you're an individual out there and you need to plan out the next 20 years, absolutely go do it. I think for us is we focused in on three-year increments, right? Mm -hmm. Versus writing out that 10-year plan, that 12-year yeah, plan. Yeah, the 5, 10, yeah, it just gets overwhelming. It gets way too overwhelming. And what we realize, dude, in a matter of three years, life fully changes. Like, it can be flipped upside down. Look at two years in the pandemic and what happened there and how we all had to make the adjustment. So what we've done is... When we're talking, Brittany's talking about being agile and fluid, it's really honing in on, for us, for us, that three-year increment. What's our three-year goal? Now let's work backwards. What we can be intentional with today. What can we be intentional with? If our goal this year is to add another rental property to the portfolio, then we need to be intentional with our thoughts and actions today, uh, how we're approaching this, how that mindset is adjusting for adding another rental property to the portfolio, right? Maybe, well, Drell, what does that look like? What are you talking about? All you have to do is make more money. Well, with the rental portfolio, yes, it's about that initial funds, but you also have to be on a better terms with my, my property manager, right? I want to be clear about understanding and expectations. I want to have a visual outline for them to understand what our goals are with this rental property. Once we're able to state those clear goals, and if I'm intentional about practicing this now in January, then when the time comes, it doesn't have to feel like a foreign language, and I'm letting them, the property manager, dictate to me what's going to happen. It's probably a bad example, but for me, it makes sense. Well, and I think what you're just trying to get at also is that, yes, setting intentions, it's it's more of a tedious process than setting resolutions, right? Resolutions, you can sit here and say, I want to make X amount of money. I want to lose X amount of weight. I want to, what are the big ones, right? I want to go travel to this country. I want to eat healthier, right? The list goes on, yeah. but that doesn't really give any depth. Setting an intention, you really have to tease out the process and be tedious about it. One, I, I think 
you have to just clearly articulate what you want to essentially cultivate or achieve. Like really, really articulate it sentence by sentence of what that looks like. What's your why behind it? Because they all should be tied to your core value. Then off of that, I think you just have to create kind of an affirmation. And maybe you can talk more about this around your intention. And an affirmation is an I am statement that you just always repeat to yourself in the present tense as if it's already true. So that is something that you're practicing daily. Well, before we can even go on to the I am's, I think we have to really address that growth mindset versus fixed mindset, Mm -hmm. right? And there's a ton of books. There's a great book. Oh my gosh. Growth Mindset with, I forgot the doctor's name out of Stanford. She did a great job of breaking it down, but it really comes down to There's some people that believe I have everything that I'm ever going to get and this is all that I get, which is a fixed mindset, Mm -hmm. or I have the skills to continue to develop and learn and improve, which is a growth mindset. So when we're talking about some things, I think you have to find a place where you can live with that growth mindset on a continuum, on a day-to-day basis. Because once the fixed mindset comes in, you're really closed off to the opportunity that's out there for you when you're talking about intentions. So when Brittany's talking about the I am statements, and this is, I'm going to get a little personal now. Well, they go hand in hand. Yeah, I'm going to get a little personal now because the change of mindset had to start before I went to my mantras in the morning because the mantras wouldn't have made sense if I didn't believe that I have the skill necessary to grow mm-hmm. in that capacity. And regardless of whatever mindset that you do have, you can, you've can you been living in a fixed mindset or if you already have a growth mindset, right? You can train yourself to have a growth mindset. It's not something that I don't want listeners to think that it's just something that you're like no. born with or that you're stuck with, right? If you have a certain type of mentality, you it's mental toughness and you've just got to train yourself. I think if we take a look at what we have done as the human race, we've landed on Mars. So a lot can has a lot can yeah. be done, right? Get back to my point. Every morning for the past four or five years, I share three things with myself every morning before I get up and use the restroom, before I get up and do my morning readings. I give myself three things every morning. And it's my morning mantra that get me started and reminded of my purpose. Number one, I'm more than enough. Sometimes I have to remind myself, right? Sometimes this world will make you feel like you're empty or you're not worthy or you have no reason. Sometimes you just have to tell yourself, Drell, I'm more than enough. Two, I'm fully capable. Three, I have every tool and resource necessary and needed to achieve everything that I want in this life. These three things I have to repeat to myself every morning. And we're not talking about for those that drag getting out of the bed and they open up one eye and I'm laying on the pillow and I'm meditating on the pillow. If that's your meditation, that's great. But I want you to get up out the bed. I want you to look in the mirror, be intentional about looking in the mirror and tell yourself whatever your I am statements are, your mantra, your affirmations, because this sets the intention for your day. For me, it has become such a habit. Now, if it was like, I think it was a few weeks ago, I was sick one day. Not sick, just a little under the weather. You got to be careful about saying you're sick (laughs) nowadays because everybody kind of looks at you crazy. Danger. Yeah. I was a little under the weather and I, you know, I just was dragging butt getting out of bed. And about 11 o'clock, I felt just, I felt it in my gut that I was like, dude, I know what I missed this morning. More important than brushing my teeth. I can walk around with a little bit of stinky breath. 
was my mantra of reminding myself who I am, the value I bring, and what I'm capable of. I think that's why it's important to get an understanding of the fixed verse growth mindset, but more importantly, those I am statements and what that can do for your psyche starting the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you don't do that or if you do do that, I think that that's great. A huge resource that if you're, if this is kind of very new to you and you don't know where to start in terms of, well, what do I tell myself? How do I train my mind? I, a couple months back, Mel Robbins has a, she's an amazing, I mean, mindset woman on fire. Go purchase her book if you don't know where to start. And that will be a great starting point and a resource, especially when we're talking about I am statements and growth mindset versus fixed mindset. I think she has a lot of stuff available on YouTube, Oh yeah, YouTube, she's, right? she's like, everywhere. YouTube, podcasts. I mean, but it, go get the book. It's yeah. a great book. Um, and I think really what it comes down to, right, when you're when we're talking about the intentions also is, and we're, we're bringing in those I am statements is to kind of simplify it, right? Into maybe a one word or a one phrase mantra, like Drell has the three I am's, right? That he utilizes. And one, you have to just return to that regularly. So if you need to wake up every single morning and write it down three times, or if you need to just repeat it to yourself out loud, or if you need to go in front of the mirror and say it to yourself, whatever it is, do it. Um, and then once you find something that works, I would just say to stick with it. Be and, consistent with well, that. Well, let me just say this. Just because you recite it in the morning doesn't mean that it's going to sit. And oh, I no, wanna, no, 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 no. I want to correct myself because I, I don't want you to think just because I'm reciting this one time in the morning that it just resonates and sits. No. What it is doing is it is setting my intention for the day. For the day. And what happens, right, is there's some folks out there that are going to try and test you. And the reality is, drill. I'm more than enough. I'm not subjected to what they feel or what they believe about me. Or there's going to be situations where you're on a Zoom call and a conference call and you're going to be around some or driving heavy on the road, or driving on the road. And it's going to be like, dude, I'm more than enough. I'm fully capable and I have every resource and tool necessary to accomplish everything that I want in this life. So what it is doing is setting that morning tone so when... That hiccup comes throughout the day when that person tries you while you're at work or you're on the road and you kind of get experience a little road rash with, uh, with somebody. It's reminding you, I am, Jarrell, Brittany, you are more than what you are experiencing right now. But you have to establish that for yourself. I don't want you to believe. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's kind of like that that first thought, right? That fresh thought is putting your IMs out there first thing in the morning is crucial, right? It's it's going to be a jump start to your day. But also when you have those trying and hard days, just use it as a reminder. It doesn't even matter what time it is. It's just training your mind, Sometimes right? Sometimes you have to chew on it a little bit more. Yeah. And since you told, since you mentioned it, I wasn't going to bring it up. But it's a something I've been so big on. Mel Robbins is an amazing person, but Jarrell broke this down in his master thesis, and I can provide a copy if you're interested. Thoughts, thoughts. Thoughts lead to beliefs. Beliefs lead to actions. Actions lead to results. If you get the results that you want, go back into reaffirming that thought. If you don't get the action you want, go back and go into revision mode, change the thought that will change the belief and give you a different action that will lead to a different result. With that being said, we know the I am statements, the mantra that sets the morning. Brittany talked about writing it down and how it correlates with your values and builds into your goals. I want you to know 
apply the do five practice. Your do five every day, if I stack my do five cards up, and a do five is just five most important things that need to get done today that will set me apart by tomorrow. It's nothing spectacular. It's nothing fantastic. Go get an index card and keep that index card with you at all times of the day. So when you're walking around the grocery store or you're walking around frivolously just distracted by the world, you're reminded of those five things, which should be aligned with your one word mantra that is aligned with your intentions. And that your is, core values. That is attached to your core values. Now, you want to talk about something that is operating in a world where it's like, dude, I feel like everything is firing. All cylinders are firing at once. And what we've learned is how to be intentional with our do five, our day to day actions. So when we get to the end of the month, we can say, this month set us up for what that intention we established. Why? Because we changed the behavior, we changed the mindset, and we addressed our one-word mantra that it keeps me activated in that space. And I wrote it down. I wrote it down and I keep it with me all day. So now I'm getting that dopamine of being checked off. Boom. I checked off that first one. Felt really good. Now I'm in my groove, right? I'm at work. I'm with a client. Here's the second one. I'm at dinner with Brittany or I'm at lunch with Brittany and we're talking to family. Here's the third one. Now you're giving yourself that dopamine shot of being checked off. You know what? My to-do list is going down. I'm knocking this do five out and I'm being intentional with what I want for 2023. Because mm-hmm. what it comes down to, I mean, for us is just having these specific and attainable intentions so that every single quarter of the year that we kind of like X off, we're more successful about our growth and our goals for the overall year, right? Mm. And I feel like it's almost allowed us to fast track it in a sense and not be so stagnant or scrambling last minute like, oh crap, we set this at the beginning of the year and now we need to meet it because it's the end of the year, right? Mm. So it just... Mm. It all it all really just comes together. I think that just setting powerful intentions is super vital. And believe it or not, if if you don't do it in January, that, that's okay. You have another month. You have another day. It doesn't have to be done the first of the month. I think that this conversation was just important just because this is the new year and always new year. There's so much new talk or new this or new me. And new it's just new opportunities, right? Yeah. So I think we just found it fitting um, and just wanted to share kind of our own personal experience experiences and things that we found that have worked for us. And hopefully if you're able to take a couple of things away from it and are able to apply it, that is so awesome. We keep revising. Like we are constantly in revision mode. I think that's where we learn to live our life. Stay away from pins. Keep a pencil on you because you're going to be erasing a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Never in permanent. And as Brittany's closing it out, Brittany, do you have an intention? Do you want to share one? I, I like to keep my intentions personal. Way to put me on the spot. No, I do like I do keep my intentions personal. Brittany is very cards to chess. I thought I can surprise I, um, her. Maybe I hold my cards one. very, very close, especially when playing spades. <laughs> I will say one of my bigger lofty intentions, and I can talk later about it, but one of my loftier intentions this year is radical hospitality. Treat be, treat people mm, better than like they that. treat you. You know what? They, figure that out. Jarrell, that's what you got to do. So with that being said, we truly appreciate you starting the new year off with us. And we hope you end the new year with us as we shared last year. So you want to own a home? 
there's an ebook that's available on Amazon for you right now. We promise to keep giving you information, resources, and practical knowledge that will help you to achieve this goal, this monumental goal that we all have home ownership. Mm-hmm. With that being said, join us on the next episode as me and Brittany appreciate you today. You guys have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Home Ownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, help or resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage.